Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Welcome in, Michigan fans. Trevor Woods here from SB Nation's Maze and Brew after yet another Michigan Wolverines victory. A common thread this season and something I know all our listeners love hearing. The first half in this one, though, on the road in Piscataway, New Jersey, was anything but easy. Greg Schiano coached teams. Got to give them credit. They play tough. They play hard. They play through the whistle and then some, and they sure know how to attack the body of opposing quarterbacks. Michigan quarterback J.J. McCarthy sure took some licks in this one. We'll get to that in a moment, but some missed field goals in the first half, something we usually don't see from kicker Jake Moody. It was a bit windy out there, some knuckleballs that did not go Moody's way, and not a lot did go Michigan's way in the first half. Uh, The Rutgers offense, they were able to hit a couple deep balls down the field, and it's been something that has not necessarily been an Achilles heel for the Michigan defense this year, but it has still been something that's been noticeable, whether it was last week against Michigan State or other teams this season to where on a play-to-play basis, the Michigan defense is lights out and as good as any defense in the country. But have to start timing those balls up a millisecond better to get a deflection instead of a reception for the opposing team. But some other bad luck on the Wolverines. Michigan, they have one of the best special teams units in all of college football. And got to give credit to Jay Harbaugh for having such a good unit. But... Rutgers in this one, they got the better of Michigan on the special teams. Early on, a blocked punt, returned for a touchdown, and then right after, talk about rubbing salt in the wound, Rutgers tried going for an onside kick. It was a pretty good onside kick attempt. 
but they did not get it. And actually, there was a punt in the game where the punter almost looked like he was going to take off for a run, and then he decided to punt it away. So some little trickeration in the first half, and when Michigan went to the halftime locker room, Rutgers was winning. They were winning 17-14, and there was that momentarily feeling from fans on Twitter, and I totally understand why, but it was that, oh no, here we go again. Last season, Michigan barely beat Rutgers at the big house at Michigan Stadium 20-13, so there was those flashbacks to last season, and man, is this going to be a drag-out game till the very end? But those worries proved unfounded, and it kind of became, I made a joke online and a lot of you liked it, but uh, you know, it became Michigan fans saying, I'm sorry for what I said when I was hungry. So the second half, Michigan were the ones who were hungry. They were the ones who ate. The third quarter in this one was all the Wolverines in every which way, every way conceivable. They picked off Rutgers three times, two by Michael Barrett, a guy who's came close to some picks this season and really came through in the clutch this time around. He's got the heart of a lion. He's been with the Wolverines what feels like an eternity now. It'll be sad to see him go whenever he does go, but really made his mark in this one. The team and Jim Harbaugh couldn't be more proud of him. And then true freshman, five-star Will Johnson, had a pick in this one, returned it quite a long way. And the co-defense coordinator Steve Klingskill earlier this week pointed to looking at Johnson to receive some more playing time, not only in this game but down the stretch in incremental fashion. So it looks like you can start to expect the snap count of Johnson to be ratcheted up the last three weeks of the season. And Michigan's going to need him because – Michigan's got a lot of goals, and that's what happens when you're 9-0, and that's what happens when a wild day of football occurs, a day where Michigan heads into the Rutgers tilt as the number five team in the country, and we can debate why they're ranked five, and it sounds like, as the dust settled today, that that was unjust, them being ranked five by the College Football Playoff Selection Committee, earlier last week heading into this one because here's why the number one team in the country Tennessee they lost to Georgia the number four team in the country Clemson got absolutely spanked by the Notre Dame fighting Irish and then this is hard to believe but number six Alabama they have lost their second game of the season now and I think their college football playoff hopes are now dead SEC bias can't get a two-loss team too far. So bye-bye Bama, bye-bye Clemson more than likely with their schedule. People want to talk about Michigan's non-conference schedule and their strength of schedule. Well, uh, Clemson, nah, nah, I, I don't think so. And so here's the deal. Michigan, they could conceivably move up to number three or number two in the next rankings and why do I say two? Ohio State did, in fact, win today, 121-7, but it was a very windy, gusty day. I think it was over 40-mile-an-hour winds or something wild right along Lake Michigan at Ryan Field in Evanston, Illinois. And Ohio State finally showed some vulnerabilities today, and it was an odd day, rain, and 
so you have to factor all that in. But no matter what, Northwestern was playing with some physicality, and that was a more competitive game against a now 1-8 and eight Northwestern team than what ultimately happened in this one in New Jersey, where Michigan outscored Rutgers in the second half 38-zip to win the game 52-17. to In this one, not a surprise, but the Michigan running attack got churning and got churning often. Lightning and lightning, Blake Corm and Donovan Edwards, they both rushed for 109 yards. Corm was one with the rushing touchdowns, though. He had two, but... Something that Quorum hasn't necessarily ascended at yet is, is pass catching. And Donovan Edwards, he might be damn well the best pass catcher on the Michigan team. And I know that's kind of saying something, but Edwards, three receptions on the day, 52 yards, one score, targeted three times, three receptions. So I would suggest throwing him more, working him into the equation more. In the passing game, you're looking at a guy who can potentially be Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Insert your pick of running back who can be an asset in the passing game. But absolutely beautiful throw with the right amount of arc and torque from McCarthy to Edwards. And McCarthy today, if you look at his stat line, doesn't look that great. But that's why watching the games and watching films is so important, right? McCarthy was 13 of 27. That's just a 48% completion percentage, well below what McCarthy's thrown all year. I think he came to this one with around a 74% completion percentage, which was the highest in the nation heading into this game. But the stat line of 13 of 27, 151 yards, the two passing touchdowns, and he had a great quarterback sneak, very gritty quarterback sneak, uh, had to bend and contort backwards and got it in there. So J.J. with three touchdowns overall today. But my point is this. is Early on, J.J. had a nearly completed long ball to Andrew Anthony. There was a throw uh, into tight coverage. But as top tier of a throw as you'll ever see to Luke Schoonmaker in coverage at the goal line, at first it looked like it was a touchdown. Schooney could not hold on to it. Ronnie Bell dropped a ball. Um... Yeah, there are some there are some drops in this one, and Cornelius Johnson dropped a ball, uh, so a lot of near misses in this one. And Harbaugh, head coach Jim Harbaugh, he's confident that the Wolverines and McCarthy are going to end up landing these. But one thing I was highly impressed with, besides the stat line, which Harbaugh said it felt like McCarthy threw for around 300, and I would I'd have to agree with that. If you watch the game, and even McCarthy's decision making in this one. Some of those incompletions are throwaways where he wasn't going to throw it into trouble. And that has been something that McCarthy's done all season long. He has not really been reckless with the football. And Harbaugh, here's what he said about McCarthy in light of... So here's a little bit of quick context. The first half of this one, Rutgers was really able to get to McCarthy. And they popped him a fair share and... I contend there should have been a couple more penalties, a couple more uh, unnecessary roughness, roughing the passer on McCarthy. There was actually even one where McCarthy was sacked. It was a clean sack. But then right after, the defender literally runs over McCarthy, and J.J. fell. And anyway, there was a few plays where McCarthy got popped pretty good, and it was highly concerning when you see the play live. 
And then even more concerning when you see the aftermath and you can see McCarthy in visible pain, grimacing, and then you look at the next camera shot 15 seconds later on McCarthy and he's shaking it off. He's trying to use it as fuel and he's moving on trying to get the next play in. And of course, that's what football players do. That's what quarterbacks have to do. They have to have a high pain threshold. But when you see it live, when you see it from a 19-year-old quarterback that this is his first year as a starter, there's an element of leadership in there just with how you carry yourself from a mental perspective. And, and J.J., you're starting to see on a play-to-play basis whether it's that, just tolerating the pain, or whether it's him getting hard on himself when it's just a narrow miss. J.J.'s starting to get that spirit, that confidence, that every incompletion, it really ticks him off like you see at Tom Brady. And that is only a positive for the young McCarthy. But here's what Harbaugh said about McCarthy. He said, J.J., he does not get rattled at all. He compared him to a great tennis legend, Bjorn Borg. And Harbaugh said that he was getting hit, standing in there with a lot of courage, Harbaugh said that he watches J.J. series by series, just his demeanor. And he said, the kid, he's like Bjorn Borg out there. He's an Iceman. And Iceman, that was Bjorn's nickname. But And Harbaugh said he's obviously not exactly like Borg and doesn't have to be. But the sentiment that Harbaugh is trying to reflect is obvious. The Iceman, cool, calm, and collected, you know. Uh, so if that nickname sticks... I think it would certainly fit. But Borg was also somebody who had a lot of emotion. And McCarthy, as I previously stated, certainly has that emotion. And Harwell said there's real quality about J.J. that doesn't matter if he's at home. doesn't matter if he's on the road cheering his name, booing his name, hitting them ahead, behind the game. That it factor, it's there with J.J. And that it factor has helped Michigan improve to 9-0. And the college football playoff is in sight. And J.J.'s been a major part of that. It's been a whole operation. And it's been the defense, too, a defense that, you know, they're starting to get them turnovers. Three turnovers today, get them turnover buffs out. you got leaders like Mike Morris, pass rusher, who can really jolt a defense from a psyche perspective with just one bone-crunching hit on the quarterback in the backfield. Michigan ended up having seven tackles for loss in the day, but it is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Michigan continues to be a second half team, and, you know, Michigan's also been a team who's scored on a fair share of their opening drives too so you can say maybe Michigan kind of slows down and stalls a little bit at some point in the game in the second quarter to where some of these games are getting a little too close heading to halftime so that's something they can certainly improve on going down the stretch next week playing Nebraska at home then Illinois at home before going on the road to Columbus to face Ohio State to Horseshoe but the fact remains that Michigan 
schematically, mentally, once they enter the locker room at halftime and once they exit, there are definitely a light bulbs that go off. And Harbaugh said that it was kind of quiet at halftime, but in a good way, that people were just getting their minds right, gathering themselves, and they knew what to do. And what's so great about this Michigan team at this point is you know, this offseason, people are wondering, well, where the, where's the leadership going to come from? There's going to be a leadership void now because guys like Josh Ross are gone and, of course, Heisman candidate Aiden Hutchinson's gone and Brad Hawkins, other people gone. Cade McNamara, he's gone in the sense that he's hurt right now. Eric All, same thing, hurt right now. So you have a lot of Michigan leaders, but guess what? In a team of over 100, there's always opportunities for new leaders to emerge, and that's what happened with the Michigan football team this year, whether it's J.J. McCarthy, whether it's Blake Corum, whether it's Ronnie Bell, whether it's, yeah, Mike Barrett, Junior Colson starting to step up, Mike Samristil, he's a leader. There's leaders all over the place, Mike Morris, Mozzie Smith, he's a leader among the line. Offensive linemen are leaders like Olu Oluwatimi. Leaders all over the place, so... That's what's good about this Michigan football team to where it doesn't always take a robust Harbaugh speech, whether it's during the week, whether it's at halftime, or whether it's after the game. These guys are focused. These guys are locked in. They know what to do. They know what's ahead of them. They know they have to improve in the next couple weeks before they play Ohio State, and they can't just think ahead to the Buckeyes because that's how you get punched in the mouth. And that's how you lose football games. And Nebraska, they can score some points. Are they a good team? No. But they still have some talent on the team, talent that must be respected, a talent that must be evaluated in the same fashion they evaluate any other team. And then Illinois, they only had one loss heading into today. Michigan State, congratulations to you. You had a good game today on the road in Champaign and Pulled out a victory that many didn't see coming. And, uh, yeah, now Illinois, they have a couple losses. But the fact remains that Illinois, pretty darn good football team this year. And it's going to be a good, nice ramp, ascension, good path forward on the road to Columbus that there's some things both of these teams do, the Fighting Illini and the Cornhuskers, that contest Michigan in certain facets before they play Ohio State. So I'm absolutely looking forward to the next couple weeks, and we'll see if I end up looking forward to the Ohio State one or not. (laughs) Of course I am, but as we all know, that will be a brutal week, win or lose. It is the most contested rivalry in all of college sports, perhaps all of sports, or American sports. So, And that's certainly saying something in the aftermath of Michigan, Michigan State, but uh, hoping for a amicable and respectable rivalry in the days to come, whether it's the Spartans or the Buckeyes, because that's what it's about. It's about what happens on the field, and that's what we love about the game, so we're going to stick to that, and that's what Michigan's going to stick to, too. They've been through some adversity lately. You folks all know why, but they got to keep to the task at hand, and I think tonight... I think that really helped what's important, what they must focus on, and what to remove from their their mental uh, awareness because it needs to be all football all the time. And 
I think you saw it. At the end of four quarters, Michigan did everything they needed to do, and 52-17, that's what tells the full story. The first half kind of feels meaningless when the dust settled in Piscataway. So it's a great night, a great night to be a Michigan Wolverine. If you are a Michigan Wolverine, I am not, but I congratulate the Wolverines that won and are having a happy flight home to Ann Arbor, and they're probably landed by now as it is 1.39 Eastern time in Sunday morning. So they're on the clock, and the Cornhuskers are on the clock. It's going to be a 3.30 kickoff, and hopefully Michigan gets some players back who are out in this one, such as Ryan Hayes. And Roman Wilson, absolute laundry list of players who are out in this one. We'll have some articles about that. We'll have some articles about a lot of things, from betting odds to college football playoff ranking updates and everything in between. This is now the stretch run of Michigan season. This is the final push of the regular season, the final push to make the college football playoff, to make the Big Ten championship. So stay locked in to everything on Maize and Brew, whether it's me or anyone else on the site. And give me a follow on Twitter, if you would, so kindly, if you do not already. It's at Woods Football. You can follow us on Twitter as a site, at Maize and Brew. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcasts. And I'll be on Brewcast this week with my buddy Luke on Monday. They'll be getting to know opponent podcast on Wednesday and then Saturday, Saturday night, as it's a 3.30 kickoff against Nebraska, there will be another one of these post-game reaction podcasts, and we'll see if I get to start it with saying yet another Michigan Wolverines victory. I believe I will, but we shall see, as always, because anything can happen on any given Saturday, and I think today proved just that. So Trevor Woods, once again, from Mason Brew, signing off, and I'll be talking to you early and often. Take care, everybody.